Hello, Four Star Nation, and welcome to a special Friday night episode. We got former strength and conditioning coach at Te University of Texas, Mr. Brady Bean. Brady, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me, man. Uh, Brady, uh, let's start with the Tom Herman years at Texas. Uh, he was there from 2017 through 2020. Uh, 2017, they went seven and six, uh, five and four in conference play, and won the Texas Bowl. 2018, ten and four, seven and two in conference play, ended up winning the Sugar Bowl. It was a nice year for him. 2019, eight and five, five and four, won the Alamo in a great Alamo Bowl. Uh, 2020, seven and three, five and three in conference play, and lo and behold, went right back to the Alamo Bowl. Uh, here's my personal take on Tom Herman. Uh, I like him. Uh, just to divulge, I am a huge University of Memphis fan, so I'm very familiar with Herman being from Houston. Um, there was a national signing day, and Tom Herman gave a camera the bird, uh, and I was yeah. watching that national signing day when it happened. Uh, talk a little bit about Tom Herman, if you will. Uh, personally, my experience with Herman, he's stand-up guy, uh, really good guy. Good motor, good energy, brings the juice every day. Um, definitely is a player's coach as far as interacting with the guys on a regular basis. You know, knowing not just them on the field, but knowing them about and touching up even in practice, you know, just asking them personal questions, you know, just how they're doing, how yeah. they're feeling. He's really, he's, he was really good about being able to, you know, be a coach and also be, you know, a great representation for UT, but also be personable to the guys. And, uh, you know, while I was there, um, that's all I saw with Herman. And um, personally, you know, he, from my take and my point of view, you know, he did as good a job as I believe he could. Yeah. I agree completely. Uh, one thing with Texas, and don't get me wrong, but – um, Mac Brown and Vince Young are not walking back through that door. Uh, and I know that sounds harsh to Texas fans, and I'm not trying to be harsh when I say that, but it's just reality. I think Tom Herman did a hell of a job. Uh, when, when you look at what he walked in, when you look at Charlie Strong and what Tom Herman walked into, uh, it was a pretty depleted program. I mean, I don't know for fact, but I mean, just watching them on a national level, they seem to be pretty depleted. Um, what exactly is it like to be – just go a little bit into a day in the life of a strength and conditioning coach for our fans. Well, as far as strength and conditioning is concerned, uh, you wake up before basically everybody. Uh, you're up at 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning, Monday through Friday. Uh, you're, getting to, you're getting to the facility about 4.30, 5 o'clock, depending on how early we're starting. You're doing – field setup or you and you're also doing the weight room setup and shoot by six o'clock five thirty. it really depends on what part of the season you're in um you're going you're getting you yeah it's you get used to it but you have to literally bring the juice on a daily basis and motivate yourself to have that thing that just that component in your eyes to bring the juice for everybody else and get them fired up for all the players, your fellow staff members. Because if you don't come as a strength and conditioning coach on a daily basis, smack dab in the morning, it's known, it's recognized, and you're going to lose respect from your players. So you've got to be, yeah. you know, high energy on your craft know what you're talking about and you got to be consistent with it on a daily basis because the first people that are going to notice, you know, if you're not real or if you're not legit or if you're not coming with it is not just your, not your staff members. It's going to be the players that you're working with. And it's a mindset. It really is a mindset. Yeah. It's, I mean, uh, I played high school football and we did the uh, bigger Faster, stronger work. I'm sure being a strength and conditioning coach, you're familiar with that workout. Yeah. Um, it was all fast twitch muscle, you know, things of that nature. Um, and it kicked my ass back then, man. It really did. It really did. Um, but, uh, you know, speaking of hype, 
um, what type of hype coach are you? I know there's different there's different levels. What type of hype yeah, coach are you? There is definitely levels. See, my first experience is actually at UTSA with Coach Ryan Philo. Um, really respect that man. And the one thing that he does, he comes with it. I'm telling you, high energy. I mean, he's he gets after it. I mean, he's nasty with it. And shoot, I respect it. I respect it. Uh, I would say I developed and I adapted that because you know everybody is coach doria over there he's the uh, associate uh, head strength coach over there you know he comes with that same motor and those two i was basically mentoring under those two and uh i was able to pick up on you know that adaption and um you know they came with it so that hype when i can when i transferred over and transitioned to ut it wasn't the same uh, type of energy with uh, Coach Yancey McKnight's staff. Um, and, you know, it was more of, you know, you bring you bring the energy, you bring the juice. But as far as, you know, your veins are coming out, you're losing that voice on an everyday basis and you're recovering throughout the afternoon uh, daily. Uh, it wasn't that type of energy. So you kind of – I came to a – found a balance point. I would say uh, – as far as the referring back to the question, I come with a lot of juice. Um, I try to bring, this is how I would classify my energy. I will, if I really want you to bring it, I'll turn the notches up. And what I expect and what I hope to gain from you is to get that, you know, if you played video games back in the day and you hit that turbo button, that R2 button, that's what I'm trying to Oh, yeah, to all day. Is that 50 second burst from you to where you're giving that all you got i say that's that's where i bring it and shoot after the workout before the workout shoot i want to talk to the guys about if they watch basketball game or the football game whatever 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 sporting events going on or shoot just how you guys weekend and as you guys get after you guys get crazy with it you know it's the the thing thing to think about is when you're at the college level and I guess being in my age, I'm not too old. Uh, so I'm still, you know, I'm not, I'm not young. I'm not a young tyke anymore. Cause you, there's different, there's definitely a difference from when I went to school and then when they, you know, the kids now, but uh, you just, the college kids now they're, there's their kids, but they're also people and you got to treat them right. as such, you know, you, you don't put them on a big pedestal and you also don't try to belittle them on a regular basis. You just talk to them as men, growing men that are, you know, there for a purpose and there for a reason, trying to better themselves. And you're trying to get everything you can out of them. But the best way to earn their respect is by giving them, you know, the respect that they are men. And that's, that's how I found a great way, you know, with a lot of the guys that I've been able to work with um, is, you know, just connecting with them on a regular basis, caring about their lives, being a person that they could they could come to, you know, on, on simple matters, on issues, just, you know, talk shop or just small talk. Um, yeah. Feel comfortable around. Because the worst thing is, is to be the coach that, you know, you, you have the name, you have the, the, the fame, and you have the respect from peers, but you know, you're, you're kind of a prick and you know, the people don't want to, you know, don't want to go up to you and they don't feel comfortable around you unless it's about, you know, just specifically the X's and O's or the, or the game plan. Um, I never want to be that. I never want to be that kind of coach. I never want to be uh, viewed as that point. Um, you know, always feel comfortable is, is how I try to approach my craft. Most definitely. Uh, Braden Beam joining us tonight, Four Star Sports Show, presented by BA Masks. BAMask.com. Reach out to them. If you want to look like the pros, go to BA Mask. You can create your own custom face mask. Justin Tucker has worn them. Uh, Alan McFerrin and company do an amazing job. Pristine, uh, pristine coverage. They just look amazing. It's probably one of the coolest websites I've been to in a long time. BAMask.com. Uh, Braden Bean joining us tonight. Braden, speaking of coaches, uh, can you give us some coaches um, that you've 
mentored or not not mentored that you've looked up to and uh, some guys that you leaned on uh, during your coaching time? Well, I'll say first and foremost, I was able to work with him uh, briefly for this uh, spring or offseason to the spring. Uh, Tori Becton, he is the new strength conditioning coach at UT. He has helped me in my uh, journey in a lot. I mean, I, I didn't get, I got to work with him briefly, but his knowledge, he is a genius. Um, he is a great coach. He, he has that niche. He has that it factor that many coaches don't, don't possess or can't possess. And uh, it's that personality component of being able to, you know, you know, the craft, you know, every, you know, the answers, but also you have that personality that, that gets the best out of the players in every moment. So Tori Becton, you're gonna, he may be the first strength conditioning coach that surpasses that million dollar a year. I wouldn't be surprised if, if that is the case, wow. he'll be a, he's going to be a big time name. I feel. And if he, I mean, he already is already, but I'm, I have to say that he's, he's a great one. And, um, I know Steve Sarkeesian, there's a reason why he went out and got him and, uh, you know, blessed to have him. And then I would say, you know, go in, shoot, Steve Sarkeesian. I think what he's already been doing, you could see the trend of what they're doing, bringing in the recruits, the transfers, and kind of his his way about the system. He looked up, or he, he men, mentored under, or mentored under Nick Saban the past four years to where it helped rejuvenate his career. But also he was able to, to I think, get the, the little secrets, those little tidbits that Saban has over almost every other coach in this country. And, you know, they, yeah. they, they went out and they got a guy such as Steve Sarkeesian. And you already see it instantly, the impact that he's made. I mean, we've got at UT right now, it's, it's, a, great, it's a great time to be a Longhorn as far as, you know, they're getting recruits in right and left five stars, four stars, you know, top prospects wanting to come here, seeking to come here and transfers wise. I mean, they just got Alabama's uh, running back transfer, Ray Thornton, LSU transfer. He's probably going to be a standout defensive end off the edge this year. Um, Mm -hmm. He's a war daddy too. Ray Thornton is a war daddy in the waiver, but uh, you just Sarkeesian. He has that, he has that personality. He has that, that, that extra component kind of factor that has that yeah. factor. I mean, he's, he's special. He's also brought an all-star staff together. Um, yeah. I can say, you know, at those, at those programs, but also I want to say Jeff trailer over at UTSA, I was able to work with, um, that was my first, uh, coach postgraduate that I was able to work under. Um, I, I worked under coach Philo, which I, I already mentioned my game, Coach Philo is a genius yep. in his own right as far as strength conditioning. Uh, he he has that. He has that juice. He brings he he has a lot to do with you know UTSA success as far as the development and the, UTSA is a sneaky name, a sneaky team. But I I think I can see the trend. They're getting they're just slowly getting better and better year in year out, and they they should be one of the better teams in the conference USA. But as I was alluding to Jeff Trailer, I mean he he helped me understand and realize, you know, that those little extra things that you can do as far as a coach of, you know, in the weight room every morning. You know, we we started at six o'clock, five thirty. You know, every day, Coach Trailer's in there hitting that elliptical or hitting a workout in before you know we get it, we even get in there. Uh, he's He's eating. He's killing it. And then after, you know, he's going to the team right before we start the weights. You know, each group of addressing to him, talking to him, getting him hyped up, interacting with him. And I think that that just pays dividends on a day-to-day basis. And I took note of that is, you know, you get these you get these guys and you give them you, you recruit them, you obviously give them, you know, the best, the best face that you could give them to get them to your program. 
But then what are you going to do right. afterwards? Are you going to, are they just another number? Well, no, that's, that's one thing that I really took and valued from coach trailer was he, he addressed these guys. Like he saw them face to face and you know, he, he ate with them um, on a day, regular basis, yeah. watching them, seeing them in the weight room. And I think that, that just, it pays so much dividends when you are doing that on a daily basis. It just, it brings inspiration to your team and it elevates them because a lot of one thing about a lot of teams in college football is there's about maybe there's about eight teams I would say that have, you know, that crazy talent level that is in a different class before the majority of all the teams around college football, you know, they have their stars, but a, the nucleus of the team, you know, there's, there's not much difference. There's, there's not a whole, there's not a big talent gap, but the one thing that right. separates, Separates the teams on a year-to-year basis is that camaraderie, that that basically that bond, and honestly, just this respect they have for their staff members and the, the coaching staff and the head coach from top to bottom. And if you if it gets lost, then that's when you see teams go downhill fast. But if you have that, if you have that special component, shoot, you see teams like Coastal Carolina. Get you know go undefeated in the seasons, um, and it's it's special. So I, you know, those are there's there's a couple coaches that also come to name. Um, Kyle Hoke, he's uh, I believe he's a safeties coach down in New Mexico State. He was my first. Uh, he was my first. I was his assistant over at Texas State. Um, he was the safeties coach down there, but he was he's an awesome guy. And uh, great coach. He's the nephew of Brady Hoke. So, uh, you know, he obviously. Okay, yeah. yeah. And, um, but no, he was, he helped me help develop um, as far as just getting my feet wet, getting understanding and transitioning from being a former college player to actually understanding the other side of it, which is the coaching side. And even though I was still young and I, I wish I would have taken more knowledge from him and, and, you know, been able to mature a lot more than I was at that point in my time, uh, I definitely learned a lot from Kyle Hope. He was a very good coach and very good guy. Man, I love hearing all these stories about different co- coaches from different colleges and just the whole networking of coaches to me is just an awesome, awesome family. Cause that's essentially what it is. Um, speaking of families and things of that nature, looking at this new uh, name image and likeness, obviously it's a hot topic around the country. Um, in my opinion, a school like a Texas is going to have an advantage over a school, like let's say Memphis, for example. Um, obviously there's yes. more, money at texas than there is memphis um there's better facilities and things of that nature which i totally understand but can you give us and give me too uh, a little insight into i mean how are the schools going to handle this because there's a lot i mean you're essentially each player is going to have to have some type of representation am i right you're referring to the branding the uh opportunity for them to make endorsement money correct and stuff Correct. Okay. Uh, well, I would say the teams such as UT are definitely going to prosper, you know, the most because as you see the, and it's going to be, I think it's, it could create an issue for a lot of smaller teams around the nation uh, because, you know, such as UT, the facilities are incredible there. Yeah. I mean, cafeteria alone, the athletic cafeteria is, is, awesome i mean they got everything you could need on a daily basis three times a day then you go down to the bubble you know if it's too hot one day or if it's raining crazy you got a whole bubble facility that you can get a whole practice in whatever the environment is eight as air conditioned and if you want to get a workout they have you have three different little weight room facilities and that's what we used during covid um last season was (laughs) we had have three little weight room areas to where if uh, you're injured, you can go get a workout in um, and they'll put you in the pit 
Yeah. And then you go to the, you walk out and you go to the practice field and then you got Gatorade, you got Gatorade machines, you got uh, snack machines. I mean, you name, wow. you name it. And then you go to the, you know, our it's way a five star hotel. <laughs> it really is. And that's the thing is um, when you're able to, you're able to see, you know, such as, uh, you know, facilities like that. And if you're a player that, you know, you have a big time name or potential name and you're a big time talent and you're able to potentially gather some money and some endorsements from, you know, now and start getting and branding yourself, it's going to be tough for these smaller end facilities. And that's why, you know, you're seeing, you know, programs, they're trying to up, they're trying to upgrade their facilities on a regular basis, get the best jerseys they can because they want to be able to compete with, you know, teams that have this month, this booster money that's generating on a yearly basis. And yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be, I think it's going to create a bigger gap as far as the talent for the future. I think a lot of the better talent is going to go to these bigger time programs with these bigger names because they are going to be able to brand and they're going to see, you know, Oh man, my, my buddy that, is now over at you know LSU. He's getting he's getting paid. I want to go there. You know, I know I have a yeah. you know a friend that's going to Auburn. Yeah, I mean, I could. Can I get on this smaller school program maybe right away as a freshman? Possibly, but you know what? I could also be making racks if I go to this name, this name school, this with all this glam. And it's going to be a big recruiting tool for these coaches that are at these big time programs. I mean, they're going to be able to fluff that up and use it as a recruiting weapon, which is, Oh yeah. You know, sad to say like, that's, I think that is, it's going to create some issues. Um, and they're going to have to see and, and find a way to try to make it, Try to make it fair. I still, I'm, I'm, it's crazy thinking, but I know they're trying to expand this college football playoff to the 12 teams. And I think that's that good. Me. It gives people opportunity. Yeah. But what I, I what I've said all for, you know, a few years now, it may sound crazy. You have, you know, say you expand it to, you know, six teams or eight or yeah, six teams. And then you have the, two top seeds they get buys for the week and then you have two through or three through six they play each other and see who comes out of that then you have another a non-conference and that's out of the power five schools and then you actually have a non-power five tournament and then you find the best non-power five schools and they have their own tournament because i mean i can you can they realistically go up against you know your Alabamas, your Clemsons, your your Ohio States, and UT Oakland? I think is getting there. Um, but can can they really realistically compete right now, talent wise, talent for talent, on a you know in a game and in, in a championship setting, maybe in a one game situation, maybe. But you're going to ask them to compete against these programs for if they go to 12 teams, it's going to be what, maybe three games to get to the championship Mm -hmm. game or however it adds up. And you're going against these high caliber, talented teams and you're trying to get miracle after miracle after miracle. To me, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't bode well and it doesn't seem fair. Um, And I feel that for, the rest of, of the country that is not in these power five schools, such as, you know, conference USA's or the Sun Belt, who has had great, a great season this year in total, you know, let them get their, to get their glory and let those guys, they have a ranking system of the non power five schools and have them have their own bracket or their own playoff. And then, yeah, those guys get to say, you know, we're 
a national championship team of, of the non-Power 5 conferences. And they could use that as their recruiting avenue and their, their weapon. Look, you could go to this Power 5 schools, but then also you want to play right away. You want to get three, four years of quality football that you're able to get to the next level and you're able to get film and you could be this star. Come to this program. Yeah. Now that's that's just my two cents on it. Man, uh I like that. I mean, I, I think it's fair, number one. And I mean, okay, for example, I was at the cotton ball when, when Memphis played Penn State. I thought we played played Penn State a great game. I feel like we should have won the game. There's mistakes, it's football, whatever. Um, take for example yeah. last year, Cincinnati and Georgia. Uh, you know, I mean, is, was Cincinnati a good team? Yes. Were they as good as Georgia? No. I, I mean, and nobody would argue that point. Um, but to your point, I, I don't see a Coastal Carolina knocking off uh, Georgia, uh, LSU, and then a Clemson three three games in a row. It's just they may get one, but they're not going to get three. Uh, it's just it's not going to happen. Um, well, all right. An, enough about your coaching career. Let's get into what are you got going on now, man? All right. Well, for starters, as far as my day job, because I went into needing to make, you know, a good little pretty penny. I actually work. I'm a warehouse manager at a cabinet company down here in Kyle, Texas. And uh, it's called Earl's Cabinets. We actually have a website. I, I created that website. Um, and... I'll tell you this, nice. man. You can't, you will not find a cheaper deal on cabinets because that's the one thing I've realized is no matter what you're doing, any kind of remodeling, cabinets are actually a, an essential part. Mm -hmm. I don't really know if you, like, whether you're going, you're trying to remodel an office or remodel a house or try to develop a house. Um, you actually have to have cabinets. And finding a market for that uh, we actually have 90 dollars cabinets right now all the way till the end of june wow. yes i know trust me and these are quality cabinets they got they're all wood it's not your home depot your your lows that have one side is wood and the rest is plywood but they're selling it for 300 dollars a pop because they got that brand name now we're we've got some crazy quality um so I'll say it again, Earl's Cabinets, you can check that out uh, and just say, look, Brady Bean referred to me, and it'll be $90 for you each cabinet. So that's that's the day job. That's insane. But what I'm, I'm really into, which is essentially going to be the main business realm for me, is my beneology. It's, it's basically a taste and flavor into me and what I've developed over my time and what I've grasped as far as knowledge and um, putting it all in, in one place. And it's essentially going to be, I'm creating the website for it. I do have a, do have a YouTube channel right now and a Instagram channel that uh, I have a team, great team right now, uh, Vinny and Andrea. I have to give them a shout out because they're amazing. They were you know, they, they weren't former college athletes, but what they wanted to do was they felt that plateau in their fitness journey and they wanted to just get that extra. They, like a lot of people, you really only do the same workouts that you're used to doing on a regular basis. And you get in that routine and you get, it gets habitual and you want to variate it, but then when you go to the gym and you see, you know, the same faces and you get a little discouraged because you don't want to look foolish trying to try out new stuff and you're unsuccessful. I mean, it's, it's a common, it's a common gym issue. Well, they both wanted to change it up. And I was calm coming fresh off, you know, coaching at a college level. I can, it's, it, it was tough for me to, you know, go back to trying to transition to, you know, personally training, you know, beginners or, or mid-level individuals trying to get in. And 
Yeah, you can't be too hype with them. Starting from <laughs> scratch. It's, I mean, it, it's tough. It, it's, it's a, it's a big level, you know, when you're training B. John Robinson and Sam Ellinger, you know, on a daily basis and, you know, you're going back to a normal gym setting even. Um, it, it, it got, it gets confusing, but what we did is I told him, Hey, let's, let's just try this out. And they went with it. They trusted in me and shoot, we've, we do similar things that high level college players are doing. And that's from stretching routines to a warm up to doing plyometrics, throwing in circuits, basically you activating those fast twitch muscle fibers and getting those juices, those veins, those, those things flowing. But the key point is using minor details in everything that is expanding your hips, your utilizing your joints, your ligaments, stretching them, getting them ready for a actual workout. And through our time period, I mean, you can, if you check out one of those, the channels, you'll see the progressions are, are crazy. These guys are getting PRs week to week basis. They're, they're throwing up weights faster than I've, I've ever actually seen people being able to do It's, it's crazy. So with that, I'm going to be putting it on a platform to where I'll be personal training individuals that are seeking from any level. I'm going to be administering whatever level you want. It's okay. I have workout plans, which is also going to be part of the component is there's a workout plan. It's going to be a six week plan that I actually did back when I was 19 years old in college. It was an off period college football. I, that's when beneology officially started, but I just said, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to write down my workout. I'm going to write down my workout for six weeks and just see how it is. And so I kept it and my strength levels skyrocketed dramatically uh, through that time really? period. And, and so, yeah, that is actually Paniology phase one. Um, so I'm going to be having that available to where if, if you want, it's going to be more emphasis on your, on strength, strength, and I would say power development, but it has, it has everything. It has hypertrophy in there. It's, it has some very good stuff, uh, but that would be a six week plan that I'm offering. And then there's also going to be a customized workout plan feature, which you actually will build the workout yourself. We'll go through a sequence of how many days you're dedicated to training. And from there, we'll be able to determine what kind of training you're trying to look for. Whether you want to go a five to seven day training atmosphere, which is more isolated muscle groups, you know, doing your, your bicep, your tricep, your chest, your legs, and really isolating those muscle groups and just hitting hitting those on a day-to-day basis. Or if you want to get a three-week or a three-day to four-day plan of full body movements, which is what I actually train with and do because, you know, being former athletes, uh, full body is just that. That for me was always, that was it. Um, that, was, that was the thing. So if you want to really incorporate that, you, we can customize that to where you get three just nasty days and you, you determine those days, but just full body. You're, you're activating full muscle or all body muscle groups and you're getting it and you're full body. You're going to, you're going to go home and you're going to feel good. You're going to get sore. You're going to get your, your day of rest, your 24 hours in, then you're gonna get back after it. Or if you want to change it up and go split bodies, whether you want to go chest and triceps, back and buys really it's a format of you customize it and we're gonna have we're gonna walk through it the whole way you're gonna tell me your strength what your goals are whether it's building lean muscle you're trying to generate more force and go into the power region or if you're trying to just cut up and go into that muscular endurance all of it will be able to build it together and those will be an, an avenue that you could go. And with those, I actually 
of picture demonstration cards. It's a sneaky, it's a sneaky niche, but I actually have picture demonstrations and they're not my hand drawing ones. They're actually picture demonstrations. <laughs> that was my next card. question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know of, <laughs> of actual, um, where you can see you have a diagram of the transition of each workout and then what, like what it's, what it's, how it's supposed to be administered. Which I think is that could be the big selling point because honestly, that's what a lot of people do is they see just a piece of paper with a, a workout on it. They don't know what they're doing. They got to YouTube it, or they got to, you know, maybe ask somebody, or they do their best effort. But you, I'm going to try to eliminate that component of boom. You are going to have a picture demonstration right there with you, and then there will also be an option to where you can get video demonstrations. It'll be a little extra cost, but I will actually do the video demonstrations and fortunate enough i've acquired a lot of equipment over these days to where i can do it at the at a convenience to where i can get you that that information and those video footages very quickly so those are those will be more for your everyday individual that's just going to your local gym but then the other component that i'm going to be doing is I have a 16 week plan of actual college football certified workouts um, to where this was my this is my created custom plan it's specialized for linebackers running backs tight ends uh, defensive ends but it's it's a nasty one it uh I did it throughout my time at UTSA and then when um, all of last year at Texas, I actually had it advised um, with the training staff over there. And so it's, it's a polished, polished piece, but um, it, it basically breaks down the off season of a one to four progression. And then you take that one to four week progression and you go into a five, the uh, five day week. And that's where you, you start, amping up you start adding more and more increments and you should get some good results and then it goes into the summer workouts to where you start variating with different workouts different kind of training but you're also still building on what you did during the off season and by the end of it i'll say your strength levels your power levels your your stability should be um should be optimized and, and um so I, that'll be an op, that'll be another option out, out there and then i also have an in-season plan that i developed and this was when i was working with the quarterbacks at ut last year this will be more specified for quarterbacks actually because they they have different workout routines uh you have to go a lot more heavy on the lower body which may be surprising during in the season, but you actually you keep hitting that lower body. You keep strengthening that up because it, it's, that's the one component you got to keep strong. And then the upper body, yeah. you don't, you don't disregard it. You still hit it, but you do more of, um, you know, isolated movements, resistance bands, um, higher, higher reps, lower weights. Uh, but it's, it's a specialized plan for quarterbacks. Actually, it's a 15 week plan. And that is act, that would actually be for an in-season or semester. So all those will be workout plans that I'm, I'm I'll build, and will obviously whoever is interested will consult, will talk, will figure out what their goals, what their motives are, and what they what they're striving to do. But there is no you can be in a beginner. You could be, you know, someone that is just trying to change it up as a gym rat, but, you know, they just want something that's different. Or if you're a young kid that's trying to, you know, you're a 14 to 16 year old individual that you want to, you want to be a big time prospect and your, your best, you know, point of contact is with your local high school coach. Uh, and they may know what they're talking about, but I want to give them an opportunity to, because it's, I'm not trying to say that I'm a magician, but the one thing is, 
is the knowledge that I've been able to obtain through extraordinary individuals that have had their mentors giving them the knowledge that I've been able to, I mean, that's really what the name of the game is. It's, it's not about how it's about how, how much knowledge you've been able to attain and how you're able to translate that to another individual is ultimately how you gain more success, more recognition and optimize yourself as an individual. And what I want to do is make that available to any kid that wants to try to be a, a high level prospect and be able to go into a college atmosphere ready for what they're going to be doing. And they could go in day one as a freshman and already have been under a, a plan, a set established workout plan for a year or two or shoot, three years. It doesn't matter, but they're aware right. and they've actually been doing these things because that's really how you separate yourself on the college landscape is by the, everybody is that dude from their, their place that they come from. But how you really separate yourself is the work that you put in on the daily basis that you see some of the guys not doing. And you're coming in, you're, you're focusing on your little details, the craft, the being more stabilized, having your balance, working on your, your joints movement, your, your length of how you can stretch, of how you can increase your acceleration, your deceleration. Those are key components, and and that is basically what I'm up to now these days. And personal training is so, uh, will also be a, another feature. Do you have a workout for a 36 year old with high blood pressure? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm telling you, I light you up if you want. I can get you right, my guy. So let me ask you this, man: Is there? Uh, because I'm, I'm actually, you've got me excited about it. I'm actually interested in it. Um, is there a yeah. meal plan and things like that that come with it, or? Well, see, the that is the one area that is it's a tough area to venture with as far as the meal plan. Now, crazy enough, with that that beneology, that six week plan, with that, I actually wrote down uh, for two weeks, which that will come with it. I have a two week meal plan of and this one was for actually gaining gaining weight um but it'll be a meal plan that'll come with it i wrote down it has basically scripted meals of what you're supposed to be or what i did what i ate throughout that period of time and i saw traumatic results quick but as far as administering meals what i can do and this is this may be a little feature that I'm going to add on because I'm obviously going to keep, you know, building on top of you have to you have to build. Yeah. And meals are definitely going to be that avenue that I'm going to touch up on is basically calculating, you know, what your goal is. If you're trying to gain weight or lose weight, you know, there's a system which is, you know, the the process of counting your your macros. Um, but essentially. I can calculate that for you and give you an, a realistic goal of if you're trying to gain 10 pounds, I could give you a, a landscape of how much calories you need to be consuming, how much carbs you need to be consuming, how much proteins you need to be consuming, and fat grains on a daily basis to, to successfully keep gaining weight or losing weight because that is the problem that you find with a a lot of individuals is they'll just eat anything and everything and, and you know, their, their weight becomes fluctuating or they, they cut their, they cut a whole thing out of their diet and they're expecting, you know, have these crazy dramatic results and it's the unhealthy way. Um, but the one problem that I find, which is why I haven't touched that market yet is administering you know the the food consumption having that n n the degree of like a nutritionalist or a specialist of that nature uh that is more a realm that i would feel more comfortable i need to probably get some form of like a diet 
dietitian, some kind of dietetics yeah. certification. Cause yeah, I mean, taking my word of mouth of what I do, shoot. I mean, I would love to, to be able to do that, but to be legitimized with it. Um, I would say it's, you're basically trying, you're, you're taking my word for it. And trust me, I, I've, I'm a yeah. guy that has fluctuated weight. Um, in college dramatically um, I was 195 coming out of high school and then I entered in my first season as a fullback at the community college I played at uh, 225 <laughs> and then that next season I was 245 so um, yeah it and then yeah then my next season going into my junior season I ended up being 205 um, so as far as fluctuations and knowing what to eat and how to eat and you know doing that i have a good understanding and a good background for it um, but that's going to come a little later down the road but the biggest All thing right, and i'm so glad what you, tell everybody how to get this information because i'm excited what's that yeah you do you need i said to. tell everybody how to how to get this go ahead Oh, I got you. Uh, well, first check out my channel on YouTube. It's Beaniology, and it's it's just how it sounds. Beaniology, um, B E A N A or B E A N Y ology, and that is that's basically going to show you the framework of what I was telling with my team uh, and what we're doing on a regular basis. Uh, I, I advise you to check it out. And you could also look on Instagram because I know Instagram's the the thing nowadays. That's that's where everyone's on. <laughs> I have a beneology page. It's just at beneology, and you could see basically similar similar things on that will be on YouTube. YouTube has every every that we've done uh, on um, from the beginning all the way to I actually featured today's. Highlight workout was actually a four-star spotlight. That's what I called it. And that's nice. for you Four-star sports show, um, four-star spotlight. I appreciate we that. Get... Yes, sir. Um, but it's – we get after it. And uh, that's where you can see the content for right now. But soon there will be a web – I'm going to have a website coming up. And it'll be if you if you follow me on the on Instagram or YouTube or even at my Facebook, which is just Braden Bean, um, I will definitely communicate when the, the website will be up, when you can get the information on these workout plans, as well as if you're in the Austin area or even local, you're gonna be personal training is another feature that I'll be doing and no matter what kind of training that you want. Um, and don't be discouraged. I mean, cause what, what we're doing, it's, it, it may come off as, you know, some high intense energy, but don't, don't be discouraged. You know, if you are a 36 year old man, just trying to get back into it, just trying to touch it up. Trust me, we will go at whatever level you are at. We'll start from there. And then, cause trust the one thing is, is no matter where you start, it is about where you finish. And the slow progressions, where we're going to start from the scratch. We'll start from how you're able to expand your body and open up your, your ability to do high-level movements. And it's really not too hard. It's the minor details, though, in the warm-up. And that's when you really engage your body's full functioning development. Because the problem is, is a lot of guys or a lot of individuals go into a weight room and you know, they may have been sitting at a desk for eight hours and they're just going in. They may have jumped on a bike for five minutes and they think their body is warm and ready to be lifting, you know, a surplus amount of weight. Are you able to? Yeah, maybe. But is it is it good for your body? No. Are you actually de developing as much as you could be developing? Definitely not. But all it is is because you're not giving yourself that that availability of activating activating your muscle getting your joints and your ligaments ready for the capacity of of doing what you're because the bodies are capable of doing incredible things 
But a problem is, is we don't allow our bodies to be able to do incredible things because we're, you know, impatient creatures of habit mm-hmm. and we want now results instead of going through the process, trusting the process, being patient and realizing that small, small little positive things you do, those add up to massive things quick, a lot quicker than you may think, but it's just putting in that work, that work. And, um, so beneology website will be up soon and there's going to be some other, there's going to be a lot of other stuff as far as content wise. I'm trying to get it. My buddy down in Houston, it's actually one of the biggest Yeezy sellers. He's actually a Yeezy plug. Uh, you're going to be able to Nice. Um, be able to get Yeezys on on off the site soon, um, but there's going to be apparel. My sister has a, a shirt making uh, a press, so there will be some apparel coming. Uh, there's going to be. I'm trying to get in the podcast as we discussed prior. I, I'm. I want to. I want to yeah. dive in deep. It's going to be a lot of components, a lot of different things. A Beneology website will be soon, but yes, at Beneology on Instagram and YouTube channel, just Beneology. Check it out and uh, shoot, just reach out to me. Man, everybody listening right now, uh, thank you for listening on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Uh, Braden Bean has been on with us tonight. This has been a great interview. Uh, reach out to Beneology. I'm going to reach Reach out to Beneology. Y'all do too. Uh, we are Four Star Sports Show presented to you by BA Masks. For more information, reach out to BAMask.com at BA Mask on all social media. You want to look like a pro, go to BA Mask. You can create your own custom football face mask. They are BA. Braden Bean, thank you very much for joining us tonight, man. We appreciate it and we hope to have you back on again. Oh, yes, sir. Thank you, man. It's Thanks for having me, and you know, I love what you're doing, man. You guys are grinding. You're a grinder, and big things are coming for both you and me. I appreciate it, man. 